Gary Olds is with us. Morning, mate. G'day, Michael. Good morning. And so I was saying before the news, so we got a dilemma in this country. Our unemployment the other day went down, so the, the, the headline number went down, but the number of people on the job seeker benefits gone up. So there's something skew going on in the marketplace. I look at your place at 5.2, so that's up and you yep. go, oh, no, that's no good. But then again, I see Seek in Australia, they've never had more job ads. So what's going on? Well, it is a complex picture. Unemployment, yes, the headline rate up 5.2% from four, uh, the high fours the previous month. So that's in October. Big job losses in Victoria, where, of course, you've still got COVID lockdowns, the state emerging from that. But as the federal government says, lockdowns cost jobs. No one's going out. No one's going to pubs and restaurants and clubs and cafes and the like. So nearly 50,000 jobs gone. Um, at the, in, in the same month when economists were tipping, the, the, the same number of new positions would be available. Not so in New South Wales. You had 60,000 people who previously were stood down. A lot of them were airline staff, for example. They are back at work now. And they also created 20,000 jobs here in New South Wales. Um, I like that line from one of your texters. The only people left who are unemployed are unemployable. Yeah. Um, what this, this figure does feature uh, and does highlight as well, the number of people who are out there now looking for work because that's how we measure it over here. If you're actively looking for a job, you are measured in that unemployment uh, rate. If you're just sitting on your bum doing nothing, you're not measured anywhere. So, yes, consumer confidence strong, getting stronger into Christmas. $350 billion, according to authorities over here, has been accumulated by businesses and by private households who haven't had anywhere to spend that dough, who haven't been able to go overseas, for example. So that's 350 bucks, that's set to a billion dollars that's set to be unleashed in the run-up to Christmas. And, and you know, it's now $150 million a day is the spend in New South Wales and, to a lesser extent, Victoria. They're not spending much in Queensland because no-one's going. There's nothing being spent in WA apart from the 3,500 local yokels who like their coffees in the morning. And the Reserve Bank over here, another very important point, the Reserve Bank, Mike, has changed its opinion about when interest rates will start rising again. So should have. It's brought it way, way in from 2024. Maybe this time next year they're going to be starting to, you know, ease rates up again. Tell so you what, that's another interesting situation. story that i got to get to the bottom of. So I, I know we're different countries and different economies, but there's a lot of similarities there. We've already yeah. started upping our interest rates, right? So we've started already, and we've got another yep. five or six coming next year. And my suspicion is the Reserve Bank's overcooked the economy. They've thrown too much debt at it. And yet I look at you, and it's not like you haven't thrown debt at your economy either. And yet you're still only, even if, if you're right, next year you start the interest rates. Well, Australia's never been in more debt. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, that's exactly right. I mean, they've thrown every darn thing at it, the kitchen sink as well. Uh, so... Uh, you know, as we emerge from these lockdowns, inflation will take off. And that's what they're concerned about, of course. Uh, but, um, you know, I interesting that Janet Yellen in the, in the US only yesterday, 24 hours ago, said, yeah, it was the highest in 30 years for the spike. But she's anticipating a 2% yeah. uh, tops I next year. I don't see so how they see right? that. I mean, how, how do you see, I've said this all year, as it's, the price rises are here to stay as long as you can't get anything. And and That's uh, true. and they they keep saying, oh no, we can look through that. No, can you? For how long? <laughs> I mean, Mate, supply and demand. When I was at uni, supply and demand was the iron rule, wasn't yeah. it? Did you go to uni? If you haven't got, please, <laughs> please. Was it an arts? Mate, was it an arts degree? Mate, it was a degree in uh, in uh, American history and literature. Oh my and, god! Uh, <laughs> oh my lord! I had English. no idea who I was talking to. Uh, I say. I say. <laughs> 
Where's the Gold Coast at? Are they going to lock that down? Speaking of sophistication. Depends. <laughs> Gee whiz, you mentioned Gold Coast in the same sentence. Well, it depends. They've got another mystery case. Um, and, you know, eerie similarities to what happened in June in New South Wales. A, a vaccinated Uber driver up in, on the Goldie, as they call it. There's no known link with any other cases. And that, of course, is the second uh, mystery case in the Gold Coast in 24 hours. Now, Anastasia Palaszczuk, she's got her um, radar very firmly trained on this. Uh, because if there's any more cases today and heading into tomorrow, mystery cases, that's what she's talking about, but not a statewide lockdown. It'll be the Gold Coast. How she does that, I have no idea. You've been there, I've been there. I'm not sure how you can lock down a place like the Gold Coast, but, you know, that's what she says is being considered. So they've got 80% first dose in Queensland, 68% double dosed, well below the rest of the country, and New South Wales got 90% fully vaxxed and our state, 94%'s got one dose. I'm not sure where the other 4% are. And, uh, Mike, they're still getting big numbers down in Victoria as the state emerges. They had over 1,300 new cases yesterday. But for some reason, um, the expected smashing of the hospital system hasn't happened at this point. Right. They're not ruling it out, but it hasn't happened at this point. Very encouraging. Hey, did you hear the Devon Conway? You, you know who Devon Conway is? Maybe he's the guy who got 200 on debut, yeah. South African, but we'll, but we'll claim him. Unfortunately, um, he oh, got a bit upset oh. when he got out yesterday, so he smacked his bat and he's broken his hand. Oh, no, he's out. Oh, he's out. Mm. And that's a shame because he's a damn good batter, and it's a thrilling final on Monday morning because, I mean, you know, Australia and New Zealand, very unlikely finalists, right? It was supposed to be England and India. Well, bye-bye to both of them, particularly when New Zealand smoked them. And Pakistan wasn't going to be a pushover, but Australia ran him down thanks to Matthew Wade. So it does set up a thrilling final. Neither side's mm-hmm. won this tournament. Um, I can't see, honestly, I can't see the Kiwis getting Finch, Smith and Maxwell out cheaply as Pakistan did. One of them's going to fire. Mm. Uh, it just happened to be Wade who fired this morning. So Smith, very dangerous. Finch, if he gets going, Maxwell can do anything. But I just love the Kiwi bowling attack, mate. And yeah, it looks good. very eh? good batting. The, the Kiwis bat at depth, so bring it on Monday morning. Can't wait. It's going to be very exciting. Did you go on and do any post-grad work, Masters, anything like that, or just...? No, mate, I just went to the university, uh, the finishing school of life, <laughs> the finishing as they call it. And, uh, <laughs> oh, uh, I love it. You're a good bloke. I, you I have a good weekend. I can walk around with a book on my head. Good on you, mate. I can walk around with a book on my head, mate. <laughs> that's, all you can, that's all you need. Uh, you have a good that's weekend. We'll see, see you next Monday. <laughs> Thank uh, you very much. Murray Olds, the well-educated, highly polished... Erudite Murray Olds.